It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Woo! Welcome, everybody. My name is Mike Richards, uh, executive producer of Jeopardy, and welcome to my podcast. Show me your boobs. Man, you had a good run, though. I mean, remember when you thought you were going to be the host of Jeopardy? Oh, my. I love that. Dude, that is the story, though. Because it's that, that that was the entire story was there's a narcissist in L.A.? What? But that's such a baller move. That does get a hats off real quick off the top. Hats off to you, sir. To be a producer searching for the new host of the most popular game show in history. And give it to yourself. And just go, you know what, guys? It's gonna be me. He tried. People didn't like it. Man, I mean, objectively, I'm glad all this happened just because LeVar Burton is clearly going to be a better host than Mike Richards. Fucking Aaron Rodgers was a decent host. Oh, I didn't watch. I mean, I didn't watch any of them. I just, knowing LeVar Burton's vibe, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, that's. Pretty good. That's pretty reading good. rainbow. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Be kind of gentle, but maybe be more because Trebek would kind of slam people subtly. You no, know? that's um, Steve Harvey's good at that too. Oh, he <laughs> he's. I love watching Family Feud because if it's a black and a white family, he is going to give the black family all the love in the world, yeah. and then just like hit on the white wife, dog <laughs> on the husband. It's so good, dude. Uh, I would never go on that fucking show just because I would, don't want to get roasted by Steve Harvey. One of them, like the intro where he's like, oh, and welcome. What is, it's the James family or whatever. And he goes to the dad first. And he's like, how y'all doing, James family? And he goes, good. We're excited to be here. He's like, you excited to be here? And those the shoes you wore? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, get him, Steve. Oh, oh, anyway, this is a Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. Uh, hats off to those deserve it. Gloves off to those deserve it. Pats on the back. Pats on the fanny. Finger pointing and finger blasting. The yin and yang. Got a little bit of black and white, a little bit of black and white. White and the black? We're like one of those Jew cookies from New York. And we don't like the gray area. We we hate the gray area. We're here to deal out justice. We're cut and dry. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, old people say they like the cut of our jib and that we're good eggs. So what are you going to do about that, huh? Huh? Can't cancel that. Um, can't cancel a good egg. <laughs> can't cancel a good egg. Um... Although they did try to cancel Gatsby, and he lived in, I think, I believe, West Egg. Maybe I'm getting my eggs confused. I made deviled eggs the other day. Oh, yeah. We brought deviled eggs back at my bar. I'm amped. Deviled eggs are the fucking... I I have a problem. Like, if I walk into, like, a 4th of July, and, like, food's going to be ready in two hours, I'm like, I've already made eye contact with the deviled <laughs> yeah. egg tray. I'll have di- egg diarrhea by the time the food's ready. I've literally... Like... And this is, like, something, like, I would do as a kid, but... I realize as I'm thinking about it, I was like, I think I did this three years ago. Was just have a dozen eggs, half half a deviled egg at a time. <laughs> Dude, pretty much. Well, they got rid of both these things at my bar, but my favorite thing to get was we had like unreal deviled eggs yeah. and then really good pork belly. So it'd mm-hmm. be like bacon and eggs, but oh, just those are the worst burps. Yeah, I would um, like ten. Fuck yeah, it's got to be like between like six and ten years ago. My uh, family for like I think. My cousin's graduation, they had a, all the ladies had a deviled egg contest. Oh, so, we should do a contest like, ourselves. I walked, I walked in because I was living down here and I drove up to my mom's house. And then I walk in there like, hey, Mitch, we need another judge for the deviled egg contest. And I went, well, it looks like I'm just right on time. Huh? <laughs> yeah. 
I walk in and I literally was just missing a clipboard. Like I'm looking over people's shoulders. Like I'm like on a cooking show. Like, oh, cumin. All right. Cool. All right. Is this real? Is this premium bacon in here? Did you store <laughs> yeah. brand in the yolk mix? You know, and I was, I was like, no, see, you went with the cheap bacon. I understand, you know, you didn't think about it and it was a, you know, on the fly move, but you don't put microwave bacon on a deviled egg. This is an Applewood smoked house. All right. Dude, my bar would do a, they would like, uh, crispy up prosciutto and just sprinkle it on top and then there was like a spicy tomato sauce that you could dip it in wonderful oh. anyway <laughs> oh, we gotta have a deviled egg contest who if you guys want to join hit us up dm us on the pod because we'll do a deviled egg contest it'll be sick it'll be a deviled egg contest pool party i'm i i've been running out of eggs lately because i go to i'm like hey i'm gonna make some deviled eggs right and then I'm, I got the water boiling, and I put, like, four eggs in. I'm like, that's reasonable. That's two sandwiches. And I'm like, ah, let's kick it up to eight eggs. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just going to plow through it. I've never thrown away egg salad. I've thrown away chicken salad. I've thrown away lunch meat. Egg salad is legit. And uh, l- less room for air. But, uh, man, enough hot egg talk. I, I feel like we're boring them now. I'm having a great time. All right. I could talk about eggs forever. All right. Follow us with your favorite egg recipe. Spencer, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? Well, I got a hats off to uh, – I got a little sick. Hats off to you, sir. And it was about a week, so I was, you know, I started a new show, and the night before I was hanging out with a bunch of comics at Canners, and one of them said to me, you ever seen Naked and Afraid? And a bunch of people have said, you should watch it, it's really good. It's not. I disagree, I fucking love it. Oh, really? It has everything you want in a show. It's hilarious, there's real-life drama, and then there's just a lot of stupid, kind of like fights and things that seem fake there's this cut when any anytime there's monkeys they've used it like five times in like every season it's like the same shot of these angry <laughs> monkeys it's like that happened like 25 episodes ago but i just wish it was more like alone where it's like they they do a little overproducing where they pit people you know what i mean real world they don't get like you know 10 people that are all gonna get along for the summer but which is explainable but my issue with the loan is i i fucking love it i watch every season but there's no comedy. It's not funny at all. Because it's it's um, awful and terrible. I know, but when it's so good, like there was this episode, it was like the second, it might have been like one of the first ones there was, and it was this guy from L.A., and he was a ginger, and he was like a buff and a marine. He got sunburned so bad within like 45 <laughs> minutes that he was disabled for days. And then he dug a well to get water and the girl was saying, don't drink it. I know I know what I'm doing. I'm kind of, a, you know. And he goes, I'm drinking it. And then he's got diarrhea everywhere. And he pooped all <laughs> over the camp. And the girl had to call him out. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? I had diarrhea. And she's like, I thought you were survivalist. He goes, I never said that. I was in the Marines. But I'm just a city boy from L.A. Oh, what a jerk. And then the girl caught him food. And he just goes, in all seriousness, <laughs> just, I think she's my best friend now. It was. It's incredible. The show's so good. Well, that also there's you. You will see on that show. I've only seen. I watched like four episodes, but every single time there's that like any chick in the office quickly becomes the hottest chick in the office. You know what I mean? Where it's like you two days in, you're like, this is the only girl I'm around. It's like you. Your brain starts making shit up. Your stupid lizard brain tricks you into being like, look but how attractive she is. Honestly, every all the interviews I've seen from the people, they say sex is like the furthest thing from their mind because. They're getting like swallowed by bugs and they're yeah. trying to make fire. So a lot of them are like, 
like at first they're like, oh, hey, she's pretty cute. I like that. And then it's like, there's nothing about. It. They're all like yeah. covered in dirt, all haggard, like trying to catch a crab. Like, <laughs> but I like it because most of the time the people are good. But one was just like a hot chick who lied and didn't know what she was doing, and yeah. just kept being like, well, get food later. What are you worried about? And oh, dude, it's so good. And and there's some good emotion. Like I saw one. My last hats off to this shit is a. Uh, it was like a hardcore, like middle aged marine, just like buff, tattooed, every stereotype you would think. And he wouldn't listen to this girl at all. And she was kind of bitchy, though, because she was vegetarian, so, like, wouldn't eat meat and was, like, he was eating clams, and she was, like, critiquing how he was cooking them. Like, you're cooking them alive. And it's like, come on, dude. They're in a survival situation. (laughs) But he was being such a douche, too, where he, like, cut himself real bad. She's like, I know what plants are medicinal. Stop this infection. That's a real cut. And he's like, I'm a man. I don't need (laughs) Band-Aids. You stuff mud in it. And then he finally compromised and, like, let her wrap the wound, and she felt much better. He felt better. And then she went and killed a frog for him because he was struggling. So I'm like, oh, the vegetarian girl compromised. And then he started crying because he felt so bad. And that frog, he knows that it hurt this vegan girl feeling so much to catch a frog. And, dude, I was like, all right, man, look at this change. Yeah, I love Naked and Afraid. It's really fucking dumb and repetitive, and a lot of the episodes suck. It would be cool if... um there was an uncensored version you could get access to somewhere. Because they're always doing those shots where, like, it's through the trees and they're perfectly being, like, blocked. But obviously just nudity is going to, you know, just, you know, now I'm in producer mode. When you can see who's got a big, big dongs, too. Because for the most part, from the back shots, there's no blur at all. But every once in a while, some of the dudes will have, like, bottom blur. And it must <laughs> make it must make all the other guys on the show feel bad who don't ever get bottom blur. Yeah. <laughs> bottom blur from the back. That's only for the... Who's for got the, the longest blur? For dude. the big hangers. I don't know. Oh, fuck. That's hilarious. But yeah, yeah, they get nasty and dirty. I gave it an honest try. There's one Not guy. This guy was a psycho. He wouldn't... Everyone gets to bring one item eat, so it's always like, oh, I brought fire starter and I brought a machete. That's those are the two classics. One guy just brought a bunch of duct tape and it was pretty rad. He like made blankets out of it and skirts. Oh, and that's stuff. cool. But uh, he got sick and had to leave. But anyway, this one guy wouldn't let the girl use the machete at all. Like, I can't trust you to use it. You're gonna dull the blade. <laughs> and she's like, I need to dig. I need to get these roots up. And, you know, like, she wasn't yeah. being crazy or anything. He was being a psycho. Eh. And he just g- made her a stick to dig with. And on, like, day 13, he finally broke and let her use it. And they bonded. It was like, dude, imagine. You get stuck on this. You know, because a lot of these people this are guy like, won't let you I'd rather just be alone, yeah. you know, because this person's a psycho. Yeah, that's just part of the charm of the show, I guess. Yeah, anyway, that's it. That's it. So I like uh, Naked and Afraid. I'm a big fan. Naked and Afraid. And they do another one, Naked and Afraid of Love, which I, I won't be watching that one. But I'd like to see, like, the third world version of that show, where they just don't let the chicks have opinions, <laughs> and then they just fucking, they knock it out, and then they just die. Also, they, yeah, they don't have the resources for people to not die. Yeah, there was one guy on the show who was doing, he was like, uh, it was that Marine guy who, with the cut, at first he was being a psycho with the girl, he's like, I'm going to get water, you're not coming because you don't feel good, and she's like, I'm fine, I can go, I want to go with you. And he's like, you're not going, you're sick, and goes, you're not obeying me. Ooh. That could be military or, you know. And then she's like. Maybe just his parents' relationship. She's like, I'm not your dog. I'm like, that's a pretty good point. That was like a dog move. (laughs) He probably just wanted to go beat off. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. He just wanted to crank one out real quick in the woods. Can can I please just go off I'm getting water, okay? I'm worried about you. Jesus Christ. Well, I think the problem with that show is there's a, too many sissies on it. Oh, big time. 
you know, who doesn't too many have... Utah people. Too many of those fucking. The, I don't like those. The personality of those people. It's always the same. They're white dudes with long hair, and they usually have a lion tattoo on their chest or yep. something, and a swirl somewhere, and. <laughs> uh, and they just like live in Utah and they work for those survival yeah. schools where wayward teenagers go straight, you know, that kind of shit. And it's, they're fucking weirdos. Dude. It's funny how like little that pays off. Like military guys never do as good as you think. Um, well, and they even said that that one, that guy who got sunburned from LA, he was like, my, like, he, they actually had like a real breakthrough where he was like, what we got, where we got mixed up is. My, I said I was good at survival, but my idea of survival is like getting shot at in Afghanistan. And he's like, <laughs> you're way better at this type of survival. Well, that's, you see that too, like on a loan, the chick was like, she was a whitewater guide or whatever. But it's like, it's like, so he's like, oh, I go to Yosemite a lot. It's like, yeah, with your $140 boots and your, all this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are a ton of you people. You rely on equipment where then some people, you get, like Canadians don't fuck around on that show. Because they're just like, I know which plants are good for you. I know which roots you can eat. Yeah, there were some sh- badass ones. There was this one girl who was awful, and she was being really mean. And this guy was vegan, and he he was it was pretty douchey, and he wasn't that likable. He was a Portland vegan guy, but you ended up liking him because she was like overexerting herself and like, "We gotta get food, we gotta hunt." And he's like, basically, all I'm gonna do is gather fruit and sit in the shade because I am a vegan. I don't want to break my vegan. You know, this is what I got because I can't hunt meat, so I can't burn the energy. And she just flipped out, worked like way harder than she needed to passed out and got air vacked out of the show you know and he survived alone being vegan the whole time just eating it sitting there eating those stupid berries yep do you know how many calories are in a fucking raspberry oh this guy was really stupid they're both stupid that was one where usually it's one idiot and one yeah good one and yeah they were both pretty dumb well it's also like people do that with tomatoes like like oh i'm i'm gonna you know we started growing tomatoes in the backyard you never know you know what I mean? like half prepper fucking people and it's like do you what know how you? much energy is in a cucumber, you, you dumb fuck? Salt and pepper tomatoes your whole life? Get some <laughs> chickens, man. Get some eggs. Um, all right. You know who doesn't have sissies on TV? Spike? China. Oh, they don't? China. Hats off to you, sir. And this is very, very nuanced. I'm not saying hats off to China. Hats off to this specific move. You fucking, you commie bastards. Yeah, we don't but... like you, China. So, uh... They just banned all sissies and effeminate men from uh, from TV. They don't want people showing emasculated men. Who's the judge? Who uh, who determines this? I'm not. I'm not against it. I don't. I See, mean, I think they should. It depends to... where you live. You got to go like the sissy department. Like it's the post office, and they'll tell you if you you can be on TV or not. What's I mean. What's what's the cable situation like in China? Because I'm wondering, like, could the nerds, the sissies, maybe have their own channel, like, deep on cable? Or do no, they even have deep cable? They don't have deep cable. No, everything is owned by the government. Yeah, all their TV, right? TV, fucking industry. Oh, so, yeah, no problem. No more sissy boys, then. Yeah, they just go, nope. How many channels do they have? Oh, I don't know. How many channels does China have? Yeah, are they working with, like, because my idea is that, you know, they're going to they're gonna have NBC, KCAL 9... Fox 11, <laughs> UPN, WKRP Cincinnati, and WB. Uh, yeah, they still have the WB. Do you think... Uh, They're all watching Dawson's Creek. Do you think Creek. in China they have the Mexican channel, I too? love Dawson's Creek. Do you think they have, like, you know, when they tune on antenna, they hit the Mexican channel like, oh, they, like we do? You think there's a Chinese guy that was like my dad where he'd just watch Telemundo? Like, it was like just hot chicks dancing in a pool for like four hours a yeah. day? 
No, I used to watch that when I was really little. Like, oh, hey, these girls are hot. It would be like a clown and four tens with fake tits. Okay, so 32 satellite channels and more than 100 regular channels, including yeah. 16, 19 educational channels. All right, so they can, put the, they can get the sissies one channel. I'm even for that. Well, no, they went in a culture war. They saw that fucking dude walking around the White House, and they were like, oh, they're done for. You, they're fucking talking, like, literally Afghanistan is going down, and they're talking about, like, uh, learning, like, you know, the how to prepare yourself for white rage. It's like, how about brown rage? Um, sorry, that sounded weird. But anyway, the... Uh, brown rage sounds like uh, my poop this morning. <laughs> um, the Chinese government cracked down on the tech and entertainment sectors have now turned to, quote, sissy idols, effeminate men, and anything overly entertaining. So these are, they might fuck up. Because Can't be too entertaining. Overly entertaining. Because their whole thing is like... Oh, because that's wussy. Like, you know musicals. Musicals are out. That's way overly entertaining. Yeah, no fucking... Not in a good way. No fucking trash can bands about AIDS or whatever Rent is. Well, I'm trying to think what sissy TV, if any, I watch. Probably not. Probably just watch only tough stuff now that I think about it. Yeah, but they saw what it did to us. Because we're kind of like... Being on the forefront of cultures, other like developed nations have the benefit of observing. Yeah, they don't want a bunch of fat Star Wars people walking waddling around my 800 pound life waddling around yeah all these fucking fat nerds 90 day fiance who just find an equally fat wife who looks like them and they don't even have sex they're just best friends because like even in their statement they're like no tv's great and we we're down we're actually investing heavily in the arts and like major motion pictures and we just bought the rights to all the rambo movies we're gonna be streaming those for you guys we secretly own disney no one cares (laughs) but then but their whole thing is like if it being overly entertaining is shows like that like we're talking about all the TLC and Bravo bullshit that like sucks you in and it's zero content where they drag out a guy dating 12 chicks for a fucking year and a half. Yeah, that's the Their worst. whole thing is like it's fine to be entertained, but at a certain point it becomes hypnotic and we want none of that. So <laughs> Sissy Idols is just a my new favorite American Idol adaptation. <laughs> we don't want fucking some dude with purple hair singing good. No, no one wants that. Just deal with the hair you have. I mean, come on. But in a way, they might be shooting themselves in the foot because that's what's won. That's what won the Cold War. You know what I mean? It wasn't diplomacy, and we never fired a shot. I mean, technically, there's proxy skirmishes and stuff. But what won the Cold War was Bruce Springsteen, Levi's, and Coca Cola. Like our culture just kicked so much ass that dudes in fucking Moscow were like drinking Undeniable, Coke. And, yeah. yeah, fucking. You think you think Russia had cut off denim jackets before us? No way. Get the fuck out of here. Dude, do you think Canada had them before us? Absolutely not. Because they go hard on that. Or they did, at least, in the 90s and 80s. Because I watched that co- that Under Arrest show, the Canadian cops. Yeah. Every single person had a cut-off denim jacket and a mullet. Oh, yeah. Um, well... Unless they were Muslim, then they didn't. Yeah, also, I think Canada has the population of California. Like, they all live... Like, 90% of Canada's population lives within, like, 30 miles of the U.S. border. Yeah, those stupid Canadians. Yeah, so it's like, even if they are Canadian, it's like, you're technically, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm from Toronto. It's like, ah, you're from Michigan. I hate to break it to you, but Do, are there you're all... the very edge of Michigan. Yeah, that, that seems like the coolest part of being from Michigan would, was, uh, would have been driving to Quebec. It seems like Quebec is kind of like yeah. what I, how I use Tijuana. Where yeah. it was just like a wild place where anything kind of went. Mm-hmm. Like, That's what I learned in that 70s show. They tried to go across the border and get beers. 
Oh, did they in yeah. Quebec? Yeah. Are they from Michigan uh, in that Wisconsin. show? Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Close enough. Yeah, same shit. Um, I mean, honestly, who knows? I, I know, what, British Columbia, Ontario. I've been up the, literally, I drove the entire west coast of Canada. Where's Vancouver? I don't know. Like, up above Washington? No, I know, but what? Same zone. What province? Oh, that's British Columbia. That's BC? Okay. So yeah, you, most of the time I was in the Yukon, which really isn't anything or, you know, there's nobody anywhere, anywhere. The that, cops are made out of wood. Like they That's don't even, fucking cool. <laughs> Their cops are made out of wood? Yeah. The fucking, or they're just tin men who need an oil? They've been out in that fucking Yeah, PNW. they're all frozen and cold. No, just, there's just no way to police these areas. There'd be no reason to. So they just randomly put up those, like, wooden cop cars. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but even then, I only yeah. saw, like, two of those. The cardboard cutout cars? <laughs> they, in Flagstaff, they have one where they put it. It's a real cop car, and they put a dummy in it. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, in between Tehachapi, there's, a, like, between Tehachapi and Mojave, it's, like, a 20-minute stretch of the 58. And the CHP, like, that's their whole jurisdiction. It's just that stretch between, there's, a, like, a way station and all that. But they're just cars. They'll just park them all along one way. You know what I mean? Just to get you to slow down, where it's like, it's like, what are you doing? You know, is that your job? You just set up cars. Cool. You got me to slow down for what eight seconds? You don't think I? Yeah, I slowed down in the moment. Congrats. Um, so th- the same spokesperson for Chinese television also said that uh, they're fine with gay people. This is, I I was skimming through the article and I was like, wait, did I miss something? I go back up. I'm like, nope. She just brought up gay people out of the blue. She's like, we we, we don't mind gay people. Just we, don't don't be fags about it. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you don't be gay, TV. Uh, it's no longer classified as a mental illness since 1997. Although same-sex relationships uh, remain mostly taboo. Gay entertainment content has remained in a gray zone, which, as we covered, we don't like gray zones on this no, podcast. No, we don't. So either hate the gays or love the gays, you Chinese <laughs> bastards. Yeah. Take aside. Um. And then the, the interviewer was like, so what about um, uh, movie, foreign films with gay themes such as Call Me By Your Name and Bohemian Rhapsody? And she said, I don't recall those features. <laughs> they're just, they're, it's just Taiwan to them. They're going to like, just pretend it doesn't exist. They're like, no, that's us. Like, what are you talking? No? Huh? Who? Sorry, I, I, think, I think you're disconnecting. Why don't Jake you, Gyllenhaal? Who's let's that? Just, let's who just that? move on. <laughs> no, I don't know who those actors are. Um. And then they came because I guess uh, they came under fire for the government uh, just deleted all um, online forums for all the university LGBT groups, which is a hilarious move. Like if you do have like, you know, ultimate authority over every industry and person in your whole fucking billion person country to just be like, ah, pull the switch. Gay people don't get to talk anymore. You're like, whoa, yeah, that's got to be intoxicating. I'm high just thinking about it. <laughs> um, so that's about it. All right. Well, I, I got kind of maybe shooting themselves in the foot, but I mean, you got to dig the authoritarian move to just be like, ah, no more sissies on TV. American Idol sucks. Because I've said that plenty of times in my life. I'm like, American Idol's gay. Dude, American Idol sucks. One of the funniest, dude, just how far, like how the mighty have fallen moments with my father was I hadn't. I'd been out of the house for a handful of years. I come home to visit. We're like kind of hanging out in the kitchen and the living room. You know, my dad, the TV's right where the kitchen is. Mm -hmm. And my dad turns around and he screams at me (laughs) because I'm like having a conversation with my stepmom. He's like, will you shut up? I'm trying to hear what Simon is saying. 
Oh my god! I was like, "You're choosing Simon, some dirty fucking limey over your son, some some right fit quick prick, <laughs> something like that." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. All right, so uh, uh, what am I talking about? Oh uh, yeah. It's oh yeah, I got a hats off. The hats final off to hats you, sir. Off. American Idol still sucks. And so does America's Got Talent for that minute. The, the only good America's Got Talent video I've ever seen was this couple were doing this like high, high stakes trapeze bar spinning thing, and the guy was holding her legs and she was and her she was blindfolded and I think her tied or something and he dropped her and she fell on her head she oh. was fine no but oh well oh that's unfortunate but that it was, was that she was fine fucking gnarly all right so this is we I, it's florida time everybody florida time woo, 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 woo. go gators go gators what do you got this one's so good oh man all right this man was involved in an auto accident he got caught fleeing the scene okay 25 years old Guy from Florida was just married hours before. Got arrested what? only only a few blocks from the courthouse. Oh, he got married in a courthouse. Yeah, That's Indian all... River Courthouse. Indian which River, Florida. Sounds horrible. Yeah, that's that's not even fun. Like everybody's on pills, Florida. No, this is bummer, Florida. So, dude, he hit this other guy, fucked him up. He got the other guy got hospitalized. And he was arrested at the crash site. He was acting erratically and appeared to be under the influence of alcohol. This is my favorite part of the article. <laughs> Let's hear it. He was arrested. And when they brought him to the county jail, Rutherberg started declaring, all hail Donald Trump. Aww. While, not he wasn't just declaring it. He was doing it while failing multiple sobriety tests. <laughs> so he's chanting, all hail Donald Trump. While they're trying to see if he's sober or not. That's just so fucking funny to me. Because, all right, you love Trump a lot. Let's focus on that later. You know, those tests are tough. So those sobriety tests are hard. Must be a conspiracy. <laughs> I think that guy's a CIA plant. Maybe. As, just as a person who has drunkenly passed a sobriety test, yeah. it's hard. I really focused, and I think it sobered me up. I wasn't that drunk, but, you know. No, no, but I get what you're saying. But so I don't. For this I don't, guy, like, I'll, you know, obviously, Trump fans are usually, you know, what I mean. That he fits the bill, but it seems a little outrageous. Cool twist, though, man. What's he, one hundred percent sober. I mean, as far as alcohol, zero, zero. So they did the urine test, and when they were preparing the urine test. The man took his pants off, spread his buttocks, placed two fingers in his anus, and then he was placed in handcuffs. <laughs> Ugh, trying to handcuff this guy's shitty fingers. Ugh, <laughs> it's fucking awful. He was charged with DUI, even though, you, this is a cool twist to the story, too. Registered Democrat, they hunted down his last time he voted, the email he gave was I farted 69 at gmail.com. Yeah, this guy. So what do you think about this guy? I think uh, he's what I was talking with Rojan about not long ago, where these people, 
the government and the, I don't know, whatever you want to call them, the fucking, the overseers, the elites, the whatever, the people who run, you know, the government, the media, the entertainment and culture and fashion and everything. They've gone so fucking overboard with all their fucking bullshit that even people where I grew up, like, are being red-pilled, like, fucking a town that hosts a rodeo qualifier. You know what I mean? But they were just like, no, I'm just a default conservative, whatever. But now they're being, like, red-pilled on, like, everybody's evil, the Democrats eat babies and this and that. So when you're not, like, used logic to get into, like, you know, like, hey, the Federal Reserve is bullshit. That's not a conspiracy. I mean, that's a legitimate conspiracy. But these people that were like... Well, kind of knowing the difference... They got into Q, and then all of a sudden they just go, do you know the moon landing didn't happen? It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. You just, you snapped your gullibility meter. Well, yeah, you have to get in on stuff like, oh, look at... This is stuff we actually did. We sold weapons to these people, and then we created a war, and we gave these people drugs, and then that's the real stuff that we know happened. Yeah. And then there's the stuff that... We sold cocaine to buy weapons to yeah, fund this overthrow. Yeah, and then there's the stuff that's, like, fun to read, could be cool if it was... Re- you know, like, like all that, there's crazy shit. Like, look at, like, Nazi ice walls. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, whatever dude. the fuck these people oh, are Oh, I was going to bring up, did you know the Earth is hollow? I've... Oh, it's a globe, but it's hollow, bud. What about the rat people who live in there in their tunnels? That, those are the Nephilim from the Bible, dude. The Book of Enoch. That's why Hitler wanted to go up to the North Pole. I know a guy named Enoch. He's a maniac, dude. Oh, Enoch is... The Third Testament, my friend? Oh. Uh, what uh, up, Enoch? So, All right, so, but my, my thing with this guy is, like, I feel you, brother. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, this guy. So he broke his brain. That's what I think happened. He broke his brain, but it sucks because it was on his wedding night. I mean, dude, it said the girl was, like, 25... That's chill. He's young. So they're both 25? Got their whole lives ahead of him. And I get it. You're at the wedding. You got some wedding night jitters. You want to, maybe your best man's got a little vial, some little blow. You want to do some bump skis? Settle the nerves? That's Why not? not? Get, that's going to do the opposite of settle your nerves. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. But you chill out? Take a little GHB? <laughs> you went overboard. <laughs> you want to really chill out? You want to be raped and have not even know it? Maybe he did it on, like, maybe he did it in person. He did that, like. He said, I do, and then she said, I do, and then he went, oh, I fucked up. Like, remember that guy that jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge? And the second his feet let the platform, he's all, ah, shit, I shouldn't have done this. The first thing that went through his fucking head. Um, I don't remember that. It was a big documentary. So this guy jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge, and because he had, like, steel toe boots, it broke the water, so he, like, survived. And he's, like, he's talking about, like, hundreds of people kill themselves off the Golden Gate Bridge every year. And he goes, he goes, yeah, the, the second my feet left the platform, I was like, oh, man, I fucked up. Yeah. And I've, I've heard that from people that get married, too. Okay. They're like, they're like that night, everybody's dancing and shit, and I realized I fucked up. Wow. Yeah. So maybe this guy's just trying to run away bride. I was, dude, I was terrified I was going to have that, fe- you know, kind of like, yeah, this, yeah there, there, what, there is a lot, like, psychologically going into that. Well, I've done that. I've like, bought in a car before, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, I hate this car. Yeah. I pretty much do that with everything I buy at first. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you fucking idiot. Yeah, I get you bad buyer's remorse. Yeah, you don't like these kind of shoes? What are you doing? But uh, my thing is, all right, this guy's in trouble. He got let out on bail, but he just got married, so he needs to pop by the 7-Eleven, get some roses, Come home and put a baby in that woman because you're in the doghouse, bro. Because we need we need to keep that gene pool going. Because, I mean, I've done some wild shit to uh, people I've dated, but I have never gotten arrested for possibly meth on my wedding night, stuck my finger up my butthole, and yelled, all hail King Trump. All hail King Trump. <laughs> With I mean, also, like, that's why it's it's so crazy is because you're like, you're just diluting your message, man. 
You know what I mean? When that Trump thing was going, like, I remember I went to a Trump or like a Hillary rally to film some stuff. And I saw the like rogue Trump supporters, like the weird incel ones. And I got like harassed by them. (laughs) But I was never in fear because they were such a joke, even though they were in military gear. And I remember thinking like it was before Trump actually got elected. It was when they were, you know, it was when they were both the running. March. And I, no, this was different. This was, oh, okay. in, this was like straight for Hillary. And oh, uh, that's hot. And protesters came, and I just remember thinking, like, oh shit, we're in trouble. Whether Trump wins or loses, these people are out here in the world. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This is no good. People <laughs> who weren't in the military, dressed in full fatigues, yelling at me, saying I'm ridiculous looking because of my outfit. And that's a fun one. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I had a guy. Um, he goes, uh, he's like, do you, oh, fuck, what was it? We, I, was, I was in Rite Aid, and this guy, he had, like, the glasses on a chain. And it's one of those things where you just get taken aback, where it's like, you know what I mean? Like, when somebody just, like, addresses you weird in public, you, like, don't know, you're, like, on your heels a little bit. And he goes, he goes, uh, I was just high as shit. And he goes, you look pretty silly right now. And I just didn't know what was happening. And I looked at him, and then he took his glasses, and they had, like, the chain thing. And I went... Your glasses are on a chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> just didn't know what to do. Yeah, some. Yeah, I just. But yeah, be like, you guys look ridiculous. And it's like, uh, or, uh, or just but, people who will just actually try to blame their problems or any problem on a political figure, something that has nothing to do with their life. Back when Bush was president, I was taking a train from Union Station somewhere. And that we're, there's a long line to board the train. And the guy turns to me and is like, another long bullshit line. Thanks a lot, George Bush. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of reasons to George Bush, sir. But lines at the train station, guarantee he had nothing. Well, that happened with Obama, too, where with Obama, it was like, I don't know, like a, a gas crisis or something. And everybody was like, thanks, Obama. And then it slowly turned into like more menial things. Like, oh, the fucking, the grocery store was out of chicken legs. Thanks, Obama. It's like, do you think he oversees that? (laughs) He's the president. He's not even the top of the government. You don't give a fuck about Tyson chicken? Come on. Get the fuck out of here. Get your wings at uh, Wingstop. All right. um, I got one more. What you got, bro? Um, So this is actually... This just in. Breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. So we got a news update and then I'm going to wrap up. So the uh, the wonderful country of Estonia. Spencer, you ever been? Dude. Were you born I had, there? No, I had tickets and then COVID happened. Ah, oh, shit. That so happened I went with, to Palm Springs instead. That happened with me and uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest on Broadway and the Big Apple. Oh, man. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, rat weekend with your with your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Estonia, their parliament failed to elect a new president. There's a lot going on or something. So I'm just saying, like, uh, real busy. We think we got weird politics. Check this shit out, right? At least we got a president. So goddamn right we do. <laughs> <laughs> You're goddamn right we do. He may not know his own name, but I do. His name is Joseph Biden. Joseph Robinette Biden. My Lord and Savior. Um, so Estonia's parliament is supposed to elect the president. So I think, I believe they have voting, right? So it's, it does the same thing we do, where they have an electoral college, then the votes go to the parliament, and the parliament casts their votes. So um, 
here's the uh, the old nutbreaker, the old nutcracker out of Estonia. There was only one candidate. <laughs> was he pretty good? Just one guy. Apparently not. Just one guy on the ticket. There was only one option. It got all the way to Parliament, and they collectively went, no thanks. <laughs> Dang. Can you imagine being this guy? Dude, we have like... 40 porn stars run for governor every cycle. Yeah. And they can't get one porn star? Yeah, you got Vermin Supreme, that dude from, like, uh, Connecticut who wears, like, a boot on his head. Or New Hampshire, maybe. But he, uh, yeah, this guy was the only option, and they said, ah, we'll just not go without one this time. So they're going to hold another election in, like, a year, I guess. But, yeah, he got fucking, he got 68 votes, but they said that was nowhere. He needs a two-third majority, and that's not even a one-third. <laughs> so, yeah, out of... Okay, 208... So, he needs 208 votes, and he got 68. Bro... Dude, he couldn't even get 69. So, all right, well... Um, oh, did I step on a joke? <laughs> no, that's good enough. That works. All right. <laughs> did you have us? A... Mission failed. We'll get him next time. Uh, so fucking, can you imagine though, just like being this guy and you got to go back to your shitty fucking, it's cause also it's Estonia where it's like in like Finland and like Austria, you know what I mean? Where they're like their prime minister can go like have lunch by himself. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, oh, I was. Yeah, a, they don't have anything to worry about. Yeah. I was a dentist, and now I'm the prime minister. Well, it's like and when, yeah, it's like I'm the mayor, and you're like, oh, of a town called like Mooseport, like that Ray Romano. Yeah, you know, like you're, and you're Ray Romano. Thing. You like eat at the same diner every day, you yeah. know, and you still own a sporting goods store. Exactly. Um, so this guy, he's just the only guy on the ticket, and this is where it it even more of a kick to the fucking nuts. It's not even what, they have a prime minister who does all the president stuff. So the president is like a ceremonial figure. He's the one who like visits overseas and like is like the public face while the prime minister is actually running shit. Like a bunch of places do it that way. But it's not even a real job. <laughs> and they're still like, nah. Yeah, just let him have it. We're good. <laughs> it's, yeah, just let him have it. Fucking also, if it's this silly, I, you, I don't know, you go through your parliament or whatever and fucking impeach him or whatever if he's silly. But like, oh, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. Second rounding, uh, so that yeah, they did two rounds of voting. So they did one, and then they were like, <laughs> "Like, all right, nobody voted for him, guys. He only got sixty-eight votes. So we're just to be sure, we're gonna go round two, just so you know the situation now. Let's do another round." And he got the exact same number of votes. <laughs> Everybody was like, "Ah, eh, sure." Like, not even like one guy going like, "I know it's futile." You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, whatever. He's not even close to getting in, so I won't vote. That guy was like, oh, let me be number 42 again. The guy must be a monster. I wonder what he does. I want to know about this candidate. He was um, uh, a state auditor and a university president. So he, like, worked for the IRS and then taught at a school. Horrible. Why would you want anyone who worked for the IRS? Auditing people? Sounds like a fucking narc to me. I'm glad they didn't vote him in. (laughs) Way to go, Estonia. (laughs) But this is the problem. They could have just, if no, normally in this situation, it just goes back to the person who's still president. You just give him another five-year term. But but this bitch, the first female prime minister they've ever had. Oh, progressive. Chill. She, she didn't get enough votes either. Oh. <laughs> so their fallback didn't get enough votes. So they don't even, and they don't even have a line of secession for their president. So, so these people like, are just haters. They're like, nah, he sucks. We're not voting for him. What's well, hilarious when you're a country of like two million people. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a lot of votes. If your former Soviet state, sixty-eight. Oh yeah, that's a lot. President doesn't have the authority to veto laws, formally appoint government ministers, or serve as supreme commander of the uh, armed forces. What do you do? Just get like free stuff at restaurants? What's the perk? That's what I'm saying is I don't know. Well, obviously, it's the revolving door of all politics where it's like, oh, then you go work for a weapons contractor. Or you get some cushy job on the board of something. or. But uh, Yeah, why aren't we on the board of something? We well, should get get our interns. Will you, uh, get a, will you guys get us, Mitch and I, on the board? Have you ever seen something? the Pentagon Wars? No. The Kelsey Grammer movie from the 90s, HBO original, I believe. It's hilarious. It yeah, just, how did I miss that? It's a uh, fucking great movie. I'm sure it's a great movie, but only, like, the richest kid on Earth had HBO in the 90s. No, like, I just watched I it. I knew, like, one kid with HBO <laughs> when I was in the 90s, and he was God. No, it's, uh, I don't know. I have HBO Max now. So no, they, I, I, I know what you mean now, but it, you made it sound like it was, like, a classic, like, Sandlot or something. No, it just, it, but it's a great commentary on, like, the, um, how fucking the military is so bloated and fucked up. Because all these people, they just want to get promoted, so things get swept under the rug. You know what I mean? That's why, like... Well, isn't all the weapons we left in Afghanistan a great example? And then they're like, we disabled them! And then they're, like, showing videos, and the, the they're like, no one disabled these! Dude, when special forces, like, accidentally they crash over enemy lines, and we killed Osama, allegedly, they fucking... They have to put, like, thermite on the fucking helicopter and dissolve it with fire... So that, like, they don't get our technology because we have weapon systems and, like, radar and shit that they can't, you know what I mean? Like, our chips and stuff. That's awesome. Also, get us on a board, interns, and get us some thermite. <laughs> yeah, thermite fucking rules, dude. dude. thermite <laughs> rules. <laughs> it, it took down the towers, I think. I mean, those videos aren't on YouTube anymore, but I've spent many hours in my, my younger years just seeing what thermite does to random things. Like, just some guy in, like, central Pennsylvania just has an I-beam in his backyard. It's yeah. like, this is what the towers are built of. But, um, yeah, shout out Estonia. It, I mean... I know what took down the he's towers. He's already plugged in. They didn't give you the president job, but what are you going to do? What took down the towers, Spence? Well, I'm not willing to talk about it on the air, but I know. I'll talk to you when the mics are off. Yeah, if, if you any, anybody out there knows Woodward or Bernstein, Spencer's willing to talk. No. And, I don't know those guys, and, man. And trust me, he's got a deep throat. I don't know those guys, and I won't be at Barney's Beanery at 01400. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, 014, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's really good. Were you? Did you serve? Where at? Estonia? They begged, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm done with that life. <laughs> exactly. Um, I think that's it. That's all I got. Me too. Quick that's episode. All I we got, got. We got to jump onto something else. Got new stuff coming out for you. Um, let's just say I hope you guys are internet savvy because things are going behind a paywall soon. Uh, we got other projects coming up. More content. Don't get me wrong. You guys will still yeah, be able to get. Free. I mean, latest episodes, shit like that. What are you saying, Spence? Well, you got to pay for the for the nudie calendar. Yeah, yeah. It's the archives, dude. You got to. It's like Halo, dude. You got to kill all the aliens, get down to the basement, into those archives. You want to see what we're really about. Also, mostly so you can't cancel us in case we ever do anything with our fucking lives. Um, because somebody at Vox, whose job it is to listen to 386 episodes of a podcast to find the one time I said chink. There it is, lady. You found it. <laughs> you found it. Um, Keep in mind, I didn't say it. So if you want to hire me. Yeah, that I wasn't saying that. I was, I was quoting myself but good luck finding that original one you stupid bitch <laughs> <laughs> so uh 
make sure you go follow us at HogoPod on Instagram. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. That's at Robot Spencer. Super producer at Beam Jeremy. And then be on the lookout for our next one. We'll give you updates. We're recording one right after this. Um, so we hope to hear from you soon. Comments, corrections, and suggestions all go to at HogoPod on Instagram. I love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.